Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Hey, this is Nick Romolini, and welcome to another episode of The Blank Page. It's been several months since I've hopped on here to record, since I've released an episode. I did record something about six weeks ago, maybe? But it was so dreadful and maudlin that I decided that it should not be released. And maybe shall never be released. Anyway, sorry I've let you down, you know? Everybody's like, where is he? I hope he's okay, you know? Is he dead? I actually had a friend who had appeared on a previous episode. They told me that after I didn't release something for a long period of time, that their sibling contacted them and were like, is he okay? Like, he hasn't released anything in a while. Is he okay? I'm okay. Um, I'm okay. <laughs> We've lived out in Los Angeles for almost 11 years now. And when we first moved out here, everything that they said about LA was true. There were no good bagels, there was no good bread, and there was no good pizza. I mean, that's a bit of hyperbole because... I'm sure there was a good baker somewhere, but you know, it's a massive, massive city geographically. So if there's good bread on one side of the city and you live on another side of the city, you're never eating that bread. So basically it's a city that doesn't have any good bread. Bagels, forget about it. I remember finding a place probably a year after living here and being like, oh, these are really good bagels. But then like the more I ate it, being like, ah, this bagel's actually quite shit. And the pizza, you know, I mean, when you come from a place like Philadelphia where there's a lot of really good pizza, the pizza here leaves a lot to be desired. Especially the New York-style pizza that's, you know, ubiquitous in the Northeast. In the Northeastern United States, to be clear. Not Northeast Philadelphia. But, you know, there was, there's good Neapolitan pizza and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, what's happened over the last 10, 10 years or so is there's kind of been like a bread renaissance in the city, you know? There's now a fantastic bagel shop around the corner from us called Mori's, which we get every single Sunday. It's our, you know, Sunday tradition me and my seven-year-old to take a walk around there and get bagels and they're fucking terrific bagels i have not had a philly or new york bagel in a few years but i would mm, venture to say that these might rival them there's a shitload of good bakeries now too and there's a bunch that are Within, you know, reasonable distance to where we live. Of course, Los Angeles. So unless you live in the neighborhood, you know, where the shit's happening, you're going to have to drive. And I still have to drive to the bakeries to get good bread. Unlike the bagels, which I can walk to, you know, by some fucking miracle right next to the natural wine shop, which I can also walk to. And more and more pizzas coming around. Like there's, there's fucking, I just tried a new pizzeria that's open in the neighborhood. 
and it's really good pizza. Like, I don't know, I guess because maybe the information has become easier to obtain thanks to the internets that now people have access and have figured out that they too can make good bread regardless of the fucking water. I mean, that's always the reason given, right? The water is different and that's why you'll never have good bagels or pizza here. I mean... I remember hearing that there was a pizzeria that used to fly their water in from New York. <laughs> Somewhere on like the west side of LA, they used to have their, their water flown in. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it can be the fucking water. Maybe, maybe there is something to do with the water that makes it easier to make that. St I have no idea. I have, I have no idea. I guess the mineral makeup in the water might impact... You know, the, how the dough is, I don't, I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass right now. And maybe I should have thought this through before I started fucking rambling about it. But I've made, I've made bread and I've made pizza here. I have my own sourdough starter that's still alive. And, uh, I've had, I've had good, fine success with the water. I don't know if they'd be, you know... I don't know if people would come to my restaurant to eat my pizza and bread, but anyway, where the fuck am I going with this? So the one thing that I've noticed with the bread in particular, there's great bakeries, fucking bread, delicious, delicious fucking bread. But the problem is that the bakers are obsessed with the crumb. Right? The crumb is like the internal dough structure. So it's like how holy the bread is and sort of how airy the inside of the bread is. And these fuckers out here are obsessed with the crumb. So then you buy a bowl, you know, like a round loaf, you know, and you go, you slice it up, you know, because you want to eat a fucking sandwich or whatever, right? You slice it up, you take a slice. And there's holes in the bread the size of fucking silver dollars. I mean, I understand the, uh, the desire to perfect the crumb in the bread. But if when I butter the bread, the butter just falls right through onto the fucking plate, what good is the bread to me? I'm all about airy bread, but Christ almighty, just try and find a balance, you know? Anyway, it's nice that there's good bread here. And, uh... Much like anything else, when there's something good here, it gets absolutely bombarded with people and hype beasts and fucking everyone who needs to get it on Instagram. My friend, my friend, I put it in air quotes, this guy I know who's a chef who also is a co-owner of, of the wine shop and uh, someone with whom I've had a lot of good conversations in the wine store. Anyway, he opened a sandwich shop, a restaurant, I guess, partnering with one of these bread companies. And the restaurant's been open for probably six months now. I've still not been able to go and get a sandwich because every time I drive by, there's a line out the fucking door, out the literal, out the door of the place. Now, I don't know, maybe the line starts right inside the door. I don't know. I've never gotten that far in exploration because every time I drive, even if it's 1130 AM and I'm like, oh, I should try one of my friends, air, air quotes, quotes, sandwiches. I drive and I see this fucking line and I immediately just turn around. 
and then I'll text them and be like, yo, is it ever quieter? Like, uh, you know, whatever. Could I, is there ever a quiet time? Or like, you know, maybe he might be like, nah, just come through and hit me up. And like, you just come to the front of the line. But that's not how friends work out here in Los Angeles. Unfortunately, that's, uh, that's not what friendships, friendships, again, in air quotes, look like out here. I guess I'm just a fucking customer. Anyway, sandwiches, right? So this place is, is, uh, is pretty hype for their sandwiches right now. And out of all the things that I feel like I've slowly been able to find in L.A., my one singular obsession since moving out here was an Italian hoagie because I fucking love Italian hoagies. And it's a, I didn't realize how, uh, unique, uh, it's not unique, how challenging it is for a place to replicate it. I remember when I first moved out here, very first gig I had. Over in Santa Monica, I remember the, one of the guys I was working with was, was an L.A. native. The other guy was from Chicago. And, you know, I'd only been here for a couple weeks at this point. And already out of the gate, I was bitching about how you couldn't get a good Italian hoagie out here. So they brought me and were like, well, you got to try the Godmother at, uh, what the fuck's the, Bay Cities. It's a, it's a delicatessen over in, uh, over in Santa Monica. And we got the sandwiches one day. First of all, I had to tell them no mayo, no mustard. Because for some completely inexplicable reason, the default on every Italian sandwich, sub, I don't know what the fuck, hero, I have no idea what they call them out here. The default is to put olive oil, mayo, and mustard. Mayo and mustard should never be the standard. Ever. It's not that hard. Just don't fucking put it on there. Let somebody request it. Anyway, I remember eating that sandwich and being like, eh, it's fine. You know, it's fine. It is a subpar approximation of what it's trying to be. Also, the meat. The way they fucking cut the meat. The pieces were like a fucking quarter inch thick. It's, it's inexplicable to me how you could put fucking quarter inch thick slices of meat on your fucking Italian sandwich and like call it an authentic thing. I'm not saying it's authentically Italian. I know these are Italian American foods. It's not the point. The point is slice your fucking meat thinner, would you? Anyway, trying to find a non subpar sandwich. And I've since been on that quest for many, many years. And I've never found a really, really good Italian hoagie. Whereas, you know, they're literally everywhere back east. Some are better than others. But Philadelphia, while everyone only thinks about the cheesesteaks, you have a fucking cheesesteak. They're actually, what's even better are the hoagies in that city. And I don't know if hoagie is even a word that anybody uses anywhere else in the world or country. But the hoagies, subs, heroes, I don't know what the fuck else you would call them, are fantastic in Philadelphia. And they're just kind of impossible to come by out here. Give me a cutlet with broccoli rob and sharp provolone, would you? Like, find how to get some long hots out here. Even the places that call themselves Philly places out here still fucking suck. And they still put mayo and mustard by default. Which 
is what my friend, air, air quotes, quotes, does on his Italian classic hoagie or whatever he calls it. Mayo and mustard, standard. Olive oil, little bit of vinegar, salt, pepper, oregano. That's it. No mayo, no mustard. It's Metagon. Get the fuck out of here with that. The other thing with the sand... <laughs> here I go on my shit again. The other thing with the sandwiches that they can't fucking seem to figure out is that you don't cut the roll entirely in half. You do not pierce the spine. You need to leave the spine intact. You cut the bread open, but then you leave the seam in the back, and then you pull the bread contents out of the fucking interior so you can put more meat and you know stuff stuffings in there but you still want to be able to fucking hold it with one hand they still can't wrap their head around the fact that you are not meant to cut the roll entirely through for years for years i've been like maybe i should just fucking open my own joint out here you know sell fucking italian hoagies <laughs> And whatever else I like that I can't get here that I know I could make well and that would sell. Full disclosure, my father, towards the latter part of his business owning career, had a couple of delis. So in my teenage years, I grew up making a lot of fucking hoagies. And uh, anyway, but I digress. Anyway, it just never was a thing that was like, oh, yeah, I should definitely really do that in earnest. Because, like, imagine what that would look like in Los Angeles to, like, I don't, I, I have no idea how a non-rich kid starts a business in this city. Like, seriously, without daddy's financial backing, I have no idea how you would do it. Woo! I'm feeling it today. Anyway, I really miss doing this. I, uh, I started writing again, too, which I'm really excited about. And uh, I want to start... I'm about to make a promise I can't keep. Ready? I want to really start getting back into this podcast thing, you know? I miss doing it. And it's just been... Uh, it's been a weird couple fucking months, and uh, I don't know. I think I'll just leave this this one real short and sweet and simple so I can get this out to the people. Feed the fucking people. Feed the people the bread with the holes in it so big that you couldn't apply a spread if you wanted to because it would just fall right the fuck through. Feed the people the hoagies that come default with mayo and mustard. Nah, just feed the people the, the blank, blank page. page. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Blank Page. My name, as always, is Nick Romolini, and I will see you next Tuesday. Peace. 
you think you're fucking with, I'm the fucking boss. 745, white on white, that's fucking Ross. I cut them wide, I cut them long, I cut them fat. I keep them coming back, we keep them coming back. I'm in the distribution. I'm like Atlantic. I got the motherfuckers flying across the Atlantic. I know Pablo, Pablo, Noriega.